The shades are on, so you know what that means. The Florida Gators got yet another commitment in Fletcher Westfall. We're going to talk about that here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday for the second time today. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. I'm taking the shades off now. Um, like, I, I'm going to tell you, Fletcher Westfall committed to the Florida Gators. I did not think that this was going to happen. Even on this past Thursday's show with Brian Smith, which you'll hear in the second half of this one, I said, I didn't think it would happen, but I've been wrong before. And, well, I'm curious here. Am I wrong or am I right? Because I said I didn't think it would happen. But I said, oh, I've been wrong before. Am I, am I both right and wrong, or do they cancel out? Curious. But the Florida Gators, I mean, this is just nothing short of an absolutely massive ad for the class. Fletcher Westfall, currently right now on the 24-7 composite, 288th nationally. Uh, on the on three composite, 259th. But he's a top 20 offensive tackle on both of those. And he's top six in the state of Virginia on both of those, which there's a few things about that. One, Florida yet again going to that that mid-Atlantic area, which, yes, I know Florida has had success recruiting there before. They haven't had much success recruiting there recently. So it's awesome to see them kind of reestablishing that because that DMV area, a, a ton of talented high school players come out every year. So that's fantastic for Florida, reestablishing yourself there. You got Clinton Amaris. You got a... Um, Amaris Williams there from Clinton, North Carolina. You've got Fletcher Westfall there. You've been kind of, I mean, you, you've been making your presence known there. Aaron Gates is from Maryland as well. This is huge. This is also kind of offensive coordinator Rob Sale and offensive line coach uh, Darnell Stapleton. This is kind of their little response here. Jay Bateman last year had a terrible year recruiting linebackers, which again is just a tendency of his. This year, he's not. Uh, going into this year, or going into really the beginning of June, the coaching staff was getting a lot of flack for like, hey, you don't have enough commits, you don't have enough commits, you don't have enough commits, you don't have enough blue chip players, you don't have this, you don't have that. Offensive line, since they've been hired, has been on the receiving end of endless criticism for recruiting myself included and don't get me wrong this doesn't negate all of that but it is kind of a, an answer from rob sale and darnell stapleton to say okay we can get it done and this is us getting that done so that's impressive from them you add that blue chip offensive lineman which you know florida didn't have for this class previously uh florida was looking at they had four or three offensive line commits so far now they have four. Three of those four, or three of the offensive linemen, were three of the four lowest-ranked commits, Marcus Maskell, 
being 969 nationally, uh, Noel Portniagan and Mike Williams being unranked nationally. So that's just a a massive addition there now because it was always we we know these coaches can develop. You look at players like Osiris Torrance, Max Mitchell, Robert Hunt. They were all guys who were not these blue chip offensive line recruits, but they all went with Rob Sale specifically, and they became NFL players. One of them became an All-American Florida Gator at guard. So we know they could develop players. That's not the issue. It's wouldn't it be great to bring in a, someone with an already more polished skill set and get to develop them and get them on the field quicker? That's what Fletcher Westfall does. And this is quickly becoming a 2024 class that doesn't really have weaknesses. Defensive line's nice. Edge, edge rushing group is nice. Linebackers are fantastic. You've got your quarterback. You've got a great running back. I understand the ranking's not amazing. I think he's incredibly talented. Um, you've got your your premier tight end committed. You've got everything really but defensive back. Like I would still take another blue chip offensive lineman if that was available. And, and if Florida wants to do that, you need to add DBs. You need to add a third wide receiver. And even if you don't add another blue chip offensive lineman, I'm pretty content with the way the 2024 class is shaping up. Like, I mean, you're still ranked number three on the 24 compo- on the 24-7 composite because Georgia and Ohio State had a huge lead over third place Florida. So you didn't go up in the ranking. However, Florida was one point above Michigan. Now they're about 12 and a half points above Michigan. So this is a, a or assuming that their class calculator is accurate. Huge jump there over Michigan, again, creating space and closing the gap between Georgia and Ohio State. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you can flip Jeremiah Smith, not only do you improve your class, you hurt Ohio State's, and then you probably swap at that point. This is Florida and this offensive line staff finally getting the job done with a high-ranking commit. That seriously, I know I didn't expect, and I know a huge majority of just Gators fans did not anticipate this until very late this weekend. When my episode came out Thursday, I was not foreshadowing by going, oh, we don't think we're in a good spot, but things could change. I had no clue this was going to happen. Yesterday is when I found out. Yesterday, we talked about it a little bit in the Lockdown Gators Discord, which links in the description below if you want to be a part of that. But this is just a, a fantastic, fantastic job by this offensive line staff. And this coaching staff in general, 2024 class, is shaping up to be elite for the Florida Gators. Now, we are going to talk to Brian Smith, or, or I'm here is the conversation that I had on Thursday with Brian Smith about Fletcher Westfall. But before we get to that, Today's episode of Lockdown Gators, today's bonus episode of Lockdown Gators, is brought to you by Bird Dogs. I said this yesterday. I shot a, or on the episode this morning, I shot a 58 in mini golf wearing my Bird Dogs yesterday. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad because they didn't have par listed on the on the scorecard or, or on the little plaques by the holes. But felt good to me, and I won. So that's all that matters. Uh, and I hadn't gone mini golfing in like 10 years. It was fun. I had a blast. And I was comfortable the entire time. Go to birddogs.com slash lockdown college 
or enter promo code LOCK.COLLEGE for a free Yeti-style tumbler with every order, and you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Fletcher Westfall, offensive lineman, offensive tackle, who, I mean, like everybody wants. He, he posted the picture a week and a half ago, basically, at this point, of him in the bathtub with just a ton of recruiting letters and things. There was about 60 of them from Florida in that bathtub with him. But for Fletcher Westfall, do you think he would have, we'll say, premier offensive tackle potential in the SEC? He could be as a power player. Um, you can't teach his frame. I mean, I, I'm glad that I'm not the one that's feeding him and, and supporting the bill. Uh, 330, 340, whatever he is right now. But I, I, I need to see guys pass protect against defensive ends in the SEC before I technically give the premier title. Um, do I think he can play tackle in the SEC? Absolutely. Uh, good feet, power player, but I think he's the guy that's more of a road grader long-term than I do think he's a pass protector. And with someone like Fletcher Westfall, I mean, the Gators, let's just backtrack for a second, have three offensive linemen committed for the 2024 class. It's Marcus Maskell. It's Noel, I'm so sorry, Portnagan, I want to say, um, and Mike Williams. You got those three guys committed. They are three of your four lowest-ranked recruits, which are lowest-ranked commits, which, you know, I'll say I don't put a ton into the rankings, but they matter at the, at the very least to an extent. Sure. And so all three of the offensive, offensive linemen committed are thought of as, you know, developmental guys. They're athletes. They've got high ceilings, all that fun stuff. What is the importance of Florida adding a high-ranking option, or are you more comfortable with, let's say, Fletcher doesn't choose Florida, which is the expectation right now. Are you comfortable with developmental pieces with no top-ranked guys? Because we know, ideally, true freshmen ain't playing. So, so you'll have time to kind of develop these guys. And it's also important, I think, to note that someone like Marcus Maskell, we expect him to be a riser. Could he be that blue chip lineman that's committed? That wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, in the case of Maskell, I mean, where he plays at, he's going against great competition. He's going to get scouted a lot just by osmosis. And he's also a kid that can really move his feet. He's got upside just naturally. If they got one more guy, would I feel more comfortable? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Uh, but offensive line's about numbers, man. The highest number of kids that don't make it based on ranking, offensive line. And it's because I get, the game is played with your feet. I get it. But the kids that make it to where they need to go, it's from here to here. The effort in the weight room, the training room, not eating pizza at 1.30 in the morning, all those things go into it. And it's stuff that I can't grade on film or anybody else. You can take the greatest offensive line coach of all time. And you're not like Ethan White was 400 pounds or whatever it was. Everybody's like, who's this guy? Why are they, why are they taking this guy? He ended up being really good. He wanted it. He worked hard. He lost the weight and he, he refined his technique. So if they got one more kid, I'd feel better. But at the same time, like you said, they've taken some athletes in this class. They do have high ceilings. And they've got good O-line coaches. So I'm not as concerned about Florida on the offensive line as some other people might be. Yeah, and when you take those developmental pieces, we know, again, ideally, no true freshman is playing on the offensive line. Florida's probably going to deal with some of that this year. But how long would you 
we'll say be comfortable with these developmental pieces before you either go, okay, it's time to decide, are they ready to actually play in the sec or, you know what? Yeah. We whiffed on this one. We probably should have taken a, a a bit of a more polished recruit coming in or should have. Usually usually you need the first two years for kids like that to get into the right type of shape and everything, but they got pretty good athleticism. I could see one of them possibly pushing the depth chart as a redshirt freshman. Which one? Absolutely no idea, man. That's why I hate grading O-line film. It's very difficult to begin with, but in the SEC, the, the line is so fine. It is so fine on which players are going to be good anyway. That, that makes it worse. Um, the only other thing is Florida's depth on the offensive line is my one concern. If they get a couple of injuries, let's say, in 24, and one of these kids has to play right away, Look, I'm not going to take responsibility now for some of the things I'm going to say about it once we get on the podcast then, because it could be ugly. You can't play freshman in the SEC on the offensive line very often. There's very few guys. So as long as they're doing the right steps and Florida's got good O-line coaches, they'll be fine long-term. Just need to get to at least 25 before I'd be happy with any of these guys playing. 